Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Plus Podcast, a part of the WWCU Podcast Network. I am your host, Joel Vélez. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a very good show, but we have a quick show. Um, today is NBA Day, first day of the regular season, and I want to finish up our season preview, and with that comes the Western Conference, second part of my season preview, though do bear in mind that I did record this at the same time as the Eastern Conference preview, that was a couple weeks ago, and then fall break happened, and just all hell broke loose, as is per usual in the NBA, so please take that into account. As always, I encourage you to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at J-O-E-E-L-V-R, for all the latest commentary on the NBA and updates on the show. We have a couple of exciting things coming on the show, so stay tuned for that. Now, quickly, our Western Conference preview. It's off, and the Lakers have it. They're down by three. They can tie the game with seven, with six, and here's LeBron. LeBron for the tie. Moving on to the Western Conference, though, talk about the total opposite of the East. You got a number of teams that genuinely believe that they are going to the playoffs, that they have a legitimate chance of cracking the top eight in the conference. Honestly, just off the top of my head, last year's playoff teams, out of the eight, seven are in the mix. And you add the Lakers, who didn't make the playoffs last year, but are locks for this year. That's eight teams. And when you look at this, there is no real team that you see falling out of the playoffs. You got the Denver Nuggets, obviously with the continuity of Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris... They're a lock. You got the LA Clippers, who, as I talked about, acquired Kawhi Leonard, who just won the Raptors a championship, almost single-handedly. Paul freaking George. And they already have their team from last year with Lou Will, with Montrez Harrell. They look like a true behemoth. So they're a lock. You look at the Houston Rockets. They acquired Russell Westbrook to pair with James Harden. They still have their team of Eric Gordon, Clint Capella, and P.J. Tucker. Their locks, the Jazz, they acquired Mike Conley and Bojan Bogdanovic and added Ed Davis to the bench and Jeff Green. They had Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. Their locks, the Lakers. The Lakers have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. You can't possibly tell me they're not locks for the playoffs. That's already five teams. After that top five, most people would say anything goes, and I'm inclined to agree with that. But at the same time, you look at the Portland Trailblazers last year. Yes, they did get a favorable side of the bracket, but they still made the Western Conference Finals. And yes, they got their behind handed to them in their last series, but they still made the Western Conference Finals. That was a hell of a run for Damian Lillard and the Blazers. It's hard to see them fall off, especially with that consistency of year in, year out. The same team, same system, adding new pieces in Hassan Whiteside. How do you see them falling out? I haven't even mentioned the Warriors yet. They lost Kevin Durant, and they will be without Klay Thompson. But they still have Steph Curry, two-time MVP, Draymond Green, Defensive Player of the Year, and they added D'Angelo Russell. Do you see them falling out of the playoffs? I don't. I don't see them falling out of the playoffs. Steve Kerr is definitely going to have to tinker with his system. D'Angelo Russell is a good off-ball threat, but he does like to have the ball in his hands very much. And you want to see how he fits, and, you know, rumor is maybe they won't even keep him for the full year. Maybe he's just a trade chip, and who knows? But for the time being, he's, he is on the team, and with 
that team that they have, they added Willie Cauley-Stein for the minimum, brought back Kevon Looney. How do you see that team, that experienced, falling out of the playoffs, giving Steph a bigger role once again? That's seven teams, and now you're left with the San Antonio Spurs. Year after year, after all the vets have left, after Kawhi has left, and that last championship team is almost all but gone, people always pick the Spurs to fall out of the playoffs, but time and time again, they prove us wrong, and I definitely don't see them falling out. They're just they're just consistent. Pop, whatever roster R.C. Buford gives him, he makes the best of it. Last year, we thought this hodgepodge of a team wasn't going to make the playoffs, and they did. And now this year, they're getting DeJounte Murray back. They're getting Lonnie Walker back. They're getting all these pieces that will make the team make a little bit more sense around DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. They're probably the favorite to fall out, but I just I trust them way too much. I do not trust the Dallas Mavericks, even though I absolutely love their team, how they constructed it. Although it does need some work. They have excellent pieces in Luka Doncic. Christoph Porzingis coming out of his ACL injury almost two years ago with the Knicks. You figure he'd come back strong. They signed Boban Marjanovic to be the center, which will be a lot of fun. They have J.J. Barea coming off an Achilles injury, which was unfortunate, but hopefully you'll see the Boricua rally back. They have all these pieces, and they seem to make sense on paper. But do you see them winning those division games against the Spurs? Tough teams, beating tough teams like the Nuggets, Clippers, Lakers, Rockets, Jazz. It's so, so loaded, that Western Conference, that you just you think it'll definitely, they'll definitely be close. The Pelicans will be close. They have rookie Zion Williamson coming in. J.J. Reddick coming from Philadelphia. Derek Favors coming from Utah. All these pieces. That will be a weird team, but it's still a fun team. I haven't even mentioned the Sacramento Kings. They are by no means top-heavy, but they are definitely bottom-heavy. They are a deep, deep team. I'd say they could probably go 11 deep if they wanted to. They, Looking up and down their roster, you don't really see one bad NBA player. And as the Clippers proved last year, having no bad NBA players on your roster is a plus. You're not putting... Someone out there that you don't trust. Obviously, new coach Luke Walton wants this team to run like they did last year under Dave Yeager and probably wants them to run even more. Right there, that's 11 teams that realistically can make the playoffs. Then you have teams like the Minnesota Timberwolves with Carl Anthony Towns obviously playing stellar ball, Andrew Wiggins, a big question mark. They were rumored to trade for Chris Paul, but nothing has materialized yet. Even they believe that they can get to the playoffs. You have 11 teams that could realistically make the playoffs in a playoff format which only allows eight of them to make the playoffs. It just... Guys, the math doesn't check out on this one. Only eight teams are going to get there, and it's going to be a tough race. Probably that eighth spot, it's going to be coming down to the last game of the season. That'll definitely be contentious you got the bottom three teams in memphis okc and phoenix those teams while competitive well maybe not the suns and the grizzlies but they're definitely not looking for a playoff spot 
definitely starting the rebuild mode. It will be interesting to see what OKC does with Chris Paul. Maybe Danilo Gallinari even could be an interesting trade piece for them. Get him a first-round pick, second-round, a couple seconds maybe. Don't have to worry much about those three teams. Definitely won't be in the playoff conversation. But you have, like I said, 11 teams that believe they will make the playoffs this year. Someone is going to wind up disappointed. Someone is going to wind up frustrated when the offseason rolls around, asking what happened. And let's just assume, for the hypothetical, that the A playoff teams are, in no particular order, because I am not about to start predicting playoff placement that first way above my pay grade second. Just incredibly tough with, like I said, this uber-competitive Western Conference. So in no particular order, I have the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Rockets, the Jazz, the Lakers, the Blazers, the Spurs, and the Warriors. So that's eight teams. And out of last year's playoff teams, only one there dropped off with the OKC Thunder, plugging in the LA Lakers. Obviously, like last year, it will be very dependent on the bracket, how that shakes out. And we won't know how that will shake out until April. But depending on those specific circumstances, at the very least, you see the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Jazz, and the Rockets all with the potential to get to the finals. All five of those teams expect to get out at least of the first round. But obviously how this bracket works, five teams do not get out of the first round. Four do. So you have... One of those five teams, which in my opinion will be the Rockets, will be the theme of this Western Conference, will be general disappointment. You've heard teams like the Jazz, like the LA teams, say that anything less than a conference finals would be an utter disappointment. And I hate to break it to them, but one of those teams is not going to make the Western Conference finals. It's going to be a wild NBA season. I will be here to talk about how it all shakes out. You will definitely be hearing from me. But until then, stay tuned for more. Very close to a five-second count. Davis has the buzzer for the win. And the Pelicans defeat the Thunder. All right, that was the NBA season preview on the Sports Plus podcast. Now I do want to go over a couple headlines really quickly. First of all, if anybody hasn't seen this clip yet, I encourage everyone to do so. It is... (laughs) It's quite something. Uh, Michael Jordan, he recently opened up a hospital in Charlotte, and he's been in sort of a media tour, if you will. He's, you know, he's not a very public person, but he has had some recent media appearances. And he went on the Today Show. Very, very interesting. He he, he did the whole interview sipping tequila and um, talked about everything from his old team's to the NBA right now, and he dropped the, and he dropped this sort of backhanded comment that sort of made the rounds of NBA Twitter. It was pretty funny the reactions, because I kind of understand what he was getting at. He said that Steph Curry isn't a Hall of Famer right now, and well, technically he isn't because he's still playing. But everybody, you know, everybody overreacted as people do on the internet, and. I just think that was very funny. Also, yesterday was the extension deadline for the class of 2016. And a couple notable contracts handed out were Jalen Brown, four years, $100 million. Buddy Heald, who took 
uh, more so of an incentive-heavy deal, and it can range from anywhere to 84 to 106 million. John T. Murray took four years, 64, and a notable omission from the extensions yesterday was Brandon Ingram. It'll be very interesting to see what the Pelicans do in the summer. Speaking of injuries and the Pelicans, sadly, uh, 2019 number one pick, Sion Williamson, is out. They had to do surgery on his right knee, I believe. He will be out six to eight weeks, torn meniscus. I really hope for the best. Uh, he is an incredible prospect, and you hate to see a guy get injured anytime, any guy, but especially Zion with all the hype that was surrounding him. Obviously, knee injuries are kind of prone to coming back, so I really hope that this isn't a lingering thing. This injury might affect the Pelicans' playoff chances. I thought there were... You know, a possible playoff team, but it's looking tougher now. Games tonight, Raptors play the Pelicans. So the Raptors get their rings, obviously, without Kawhi, though. And Lakers play the Clippers. Those two games will be very interesting, especially the latter one. The L.A. teams look very promising. They got my old friend Javier, shout out to Javier, very excited about his Lakers and very nervous about those Clippers. He definitely wants the Lakers to reign supreme this year. But that's where I'll leave it at. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sports Plus podcast, a part of the WWCU Podcast Network. Please follow me at Instagram and Twitter at J-O-E-E-L-V-R for all the latest updates on the show and NBA commentary. We'll be back later in the week for Three Point Stance with Kenny Good and William Jones. Until then, see ya. Dot com.